Shut up, I love it. Shut up, you bird. I love it. I am Joe Cabello. I am Sasha Filer, and condor is my favorite type of bird. So we're going to talk about birds today <laughs> here at Shut Up, I Love It, which is a podcast where we invite a guest, an unexpected guest, to talk about something underrated, underappreciated, uh, extinct, too big for its own kind. Wide uh, wingspan. Yeah. But uh, instead, let me just introduce our guest, who is probably my favorite guest on this podcast. I think it well, brings yours me- and everyone else's favorite guest too. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's I mean, everyone. I mean, let's just admit it. It, it, it. Like it's the it's the the show's favorite guest, the audience's favorite guest. Yeah, like to even say it is kind of stupid because it's yeah. so. Yeah, obvious. it's so obvious. It's like saying that Megan Fox was super hot at some point. It still is. I want to say. Oh yeah. Anyway, we've got a very special guest returning here today for 100 episode of Shut Up, I Love oh, It. Buried oh. the lead. We didn't. Th- that's amazing. I didn't know I was the, the 100th episode guest. Did yeah. you tell me that and I forgot I about it? I think that's the only No, reason. Jay, it's your 100th episode. <laughs> it, it feels like that's, my 100th yours. episode. <laughs> who, who knew that I had so uh. many uh, interesting things to talk about? But yeah, like uh, congratulations on 100 episodes. That's quite an accomplishment. Feels like one. Welcome, Jay Hunter. Welcome. Thank you for having me once again. Just when you <laughs> thought there was nothing else for me to ramble on about, we found yet another thing, which is the television show Condor. Uh, the not little, the, bird. The, the, the not the bird. Although we do love California condors, which are endangered. You know, we're we're all big fans and supporters of that. Mm-hmm. But uh, the, the, what, we're, what we're talking about is the the television show Condor. Uh, little known, barely known television show uh, that originated on, I believe, the Audience Network. Which, yes, you've never heard of it. Neither have I. Uh, <laughs> I think AT and T like was behind one of like a big production. Yeah, I, I think basically what happened was there was this cable network that was that was uh, uh, incepted and. And they're like, they basically put all their money into their first show, much like Netflix when they did like Lily Hammer, what was it was their first show or, or House of Cards. They're just like, hey, we're, we're the new kids on the block. We're going to throw a bunch of money into this show. It's going to be high quality, high production value. And I think, um, I mean, I have to assume that the audience network like, like quickly died thereafter. And, mm-hmm. and, and from what I can gather, the, the show Condor then went to the, uh, the, the 2020 the, RIP. Yeah. T- 2020 R- RIP. Okay. So recently, and then I think all of the audience quote unquote audience networks, um, holdings went to the epics network, which I always, I always used to call epics. Cause it I call like, it dick pics. It looks like epics or it calls it, it looks like dip, dick pics, but, uh, <laughs> but, but it's, yeah, it's called epics E E P I X. And so now apparently, Epics uh, holds uh, the grail for Condor and holds it really tight. So holds it really tight to the point where like it's impossible <laughs> to watch. Like it, to the point where they're so proud of it that they make it nearly impossible for you to watch it. Well, which is really? which is why it's why it's so so uh, unknown. I think or one of the one of the reasons. Well, can I just say that I found out today by reading this website called Wikipedia that in Never December twenty twenty, the two seasons were picked up by Epics which will air them in 2021. So that's why they're sitting on them, I guess. 
Well, I believe they've they've shot one entire season, right? So like like there's there's a a full season two that's out there. This is hard for us to piece together because we don't actually have cable, much like many people who have mm-hmm. who have severed ties with with the cable conglomerates. And I don't think I ever, even when I had cable, I don't think I ever had epics. That that was always this like channel that I would hear about that was impossible to get. Maybe like in other markets like in the Midwest or the South or something like, like epics is more common. Um, but uh, yeah, I heard about it from like sling TV, which is one of the the digital package of uh, TV channels. Mm -hmm. And it was included in that. That's the only time I'd ever heard of it, but I had no idea about it. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, it's, it's just like, it's just another instance of the media landscape where something that you've never heard of is probably like a multi-billion billion dollar enterprise that, that, is exposed to millions and millions of people and you've just never even heard of its existence in the first place. So it's, it's becoming more commonplace these days, uh, you know, much like Condor because like, like Condor is the show that like for all intents and purposes, it, it's, it's got the production value of an HBO show. Um, and it's got the quality actors and writing and, and filmmaking uh, of a show of that caliber. And yet nobody knows about it. Nobody. Like, like it's complete. Yeah. I've, I've not met one person that's heard of this show. And and so it's hard to watch, but we were able to watch it through Amazon Prime. But am I? Is that only limited, like a few episodes? Is that what yeah, it was? I believe you can only like on Amazon Prime. You can watch the first two episodes for free if you are Prime subscriber. You get subscriber. sucked in forever. Yeah, that's the you, problem. You, you get sucked in. You're like, this is a fabulous show. And then then they kind of do do one of these little shell game things where, where they're like, okay, to see the rest of the season, you got to subscribe to Epics through Prime. And so if you do that, you pay the four ninety nine or whatever. Thinking you are okay now yeah thinking like okay okay i can get it yeah Yeah. deal like i'll I'll pay five bucks to see the like eight more episodes of this great show that i've just discovered and then you come to find out that at episode seven the season on amazon prime just ends even though there are 10 episodes is essentially missing three the final three episodes are missing uh off of your epics uh, (laughs) subscription and uh and then you know it's the thing that like that like the media conglomerates have to get their head around, which is which is that when you pull shit like that, the only method left to the consumer, to the audience, to watch the damn show is to pirate it. Essentially, is to find it on a torrent mm-hmm. or, or or find it online for free. And and you know, being a person that literally just paid for it, like like you. you I, there's no feeling of guilt in my mind of mm-hmm. getting something for free after I've paid for it and been denied what I paid for. Like, okay. It's, it's like at that point, all right, I'm just going to find it online for free. Um, yeah. That's my philosophy with pirating is if you haven't made it easy to purchase, then too bad. Yeah. It's over. Yeah. I remember when we first watched the show Snuffbox with uh, rich Fulcher. shout out we, fan of the show. Yeah. He, he, huge, huge fan of rich and he's a huge fan of us. Yeah. And, uh, but like Snuffbox was this, is this amazing short-lived comedy uh, sketch show. And it was impossible to see in America for a long time. So you had the pirate. And remember we met Rich at, at uh, Sasha's friend's birthday party. And, and, and I kind of like, you know, stupidly mentioned like, Oh, Hey, I've, I love your show. Like I had to steal it. Sorry. And, and he kind of, he kind of gave me like a little bummed out reaction. Like, Oh, great. Cool. You stole my show. <laughs> but but, but, but it, 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 I, I later felt, you know, eventually it was available for, purchase and so i bought uh, i think three 
of the DVDs. Three times he paid for it on yeah. purpose. Different credit cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, well, I bought it three times and gave it away to people. Made sure you know? to use different <laughs> cash in a few transactions. Yeah, just exactly. trying to keep it varied. <laughs> I, I bought I bought it three times and then reported the DVDs lost and you know got, got them claimed for free on my credit card. But 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 no no. For, but but I, I I remember feeling bad and I thought, man, I should really pay for this thing as soon as I can. And as soon as I could, I did pay for it three times over. Gave it to friends and I saw Rich Fulcher again on a, on a mm-hmm. film shoot and I and I told him this very story that uh, this is basically a show we're recording here this episode as a message to Rich Fulcher. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is okay. apology. Yeah, so this, Rich, well, he this already is knows. Purely I mean, that. <laughs> this is just to remind him of the of the nice gesture that I made uh, to him in his show. Um, but but yeah, so so anyway, so it's a similar situation where it's like you if you're denied something that, that's really good and all you want to do is pay for it and they don't give you any options to pay for it, then you're 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 left with only one option, which is to to borrow it. Well, because the second option, and this is going to be a great transition into actually talking about the show, is to not watch the show at all. But it's practically impossible. The to only not other, watch it. Do not watch it because we. <laughs> the other people that we told to watch, they're like hooked so much now. Like yeah. my friend Howie and Tracy, shout out friends. Yeah, of the friends show of the show. Friend, yes, yeah. I mean, they're so hooked that like, like they texted me at like midnight telling me how they just watched another two episodes and also like struggling to find the show. Yeah, it's yeah. it's absolutely absolutely incredible. It's uh, as good as episodic television gets, and you know, just for, so the audience knows what we're talking about, this is Condor is loosely based on the feature film Three Days of the Condor that was a uh, uh, film with Robert Redford. 1975. I believe Sidney Pollack directed it, but um, it's kind of one of those classic 1970s uh, paranoid political thrillers, you know, like like other films are like, uh, you know, in that in that genre would be like Clute or Parallax View. Um None other are coming to like network is another one. Like it's, it's there are a plethora of paranoid seventies thrillers that, that we're all big fans of. And so Condor is kind of loosely based on it. And, but it's, but it's, it's set in the modern day. Um, it's it's basically like I, like I don't think I have to you know go through the plot. No, we're not going to reveal completely. Way no, too don't. much. We're no, no, but, but it it's it's basically like about like a CIA um, uh, operative or a CIA researcher, but basically like a like a guy that works at a desk uh, that that's not like a secret, idealist, an idealist. Yeah, like a guy that's not like a secret agent that shoots people and kills people and gets into adventures like we might think of a CIA operative as being. He's just, he's just like a pencil pusher. He's a yeah, someone who who, Coders who, who yeah g- creates programs and and theories and and analyzes data you know j- just kind of a, a quote-unquote boring person that gets wrapped up in a, in a in a huge multinational uh crazy conspiracy yeah with a very uh crazy cast i mean a lot of great names there like william hurt bob balaban Ooh, bob balaban oh, love sh- love me some bob love balaban. me some nice short cute balaban yeah he, he is cute i wouldn't i would not describe most actors as being cute like but like bob balaban he's kind of cute he's, he's like cute. he's like a little cute man and with he, his glasses he, you know you you'll see you'll see how good slash or bad in the, in the show he is like as a character wise you'll see you'll yeah see. yeah it, it, it is fun it's kind of bob balaban playing a little against type uh who else is in it mira servino is in it oh she's great yeah um and uh and and, and many other kind of lesser known actors including Some international stars yeah, yeah. I- including the 
Oh no, oh, who's the other? Brendan Fraser is the other. Yeah. The other. Star yeah, Brendan Fraser, strong. What a fucking confident great comeback role for him. Oh, what an unusual. Yeah. Uh, role for also him. playing totally against type. He usually yeah. plays like kind of a likable hero, leading Dad. man type of thing, and he plays a very dark, sinister Dad, uh, character. Um, and but, then um, mm-hmm. the main character, of course, is where I'm like, who's this good dude? Max Irons. Oh, Jeremy Irons' son. No big deal. Mic drop. Yeah. Everybody. We know why he <laughs> got the role. <laughs> well, it, it's But funny. actually, he's really good, this fucker. And his full name is Maximilian Paul Diamond Irons or some shit like that. His some... name is Diamond Irons? <laughs> Diamond some... Irons? I think what it's a mistake. Kind of... <laughs> and well, before we go too have... far. It's Diamweed or something. Some Irish Diamweed, it's worse. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry if you're an Irish person. Shout out. We love you, but uh, it's the Gaelic. I think it's yeah. the Gaelic because his mom is sounds Irish. a little bit like yeah. Muad'Dib, who is uh, Paul Atreides in the mm, Dune. Maybe series. that's what they did. They shuffled the letters. Muad'Dib is the mouse on the moon, and he's also known as Usul, the base of the pillar. Yeah, Jay's trying to start. We do not just, know. Just so you he know, could have been making that up. No one <laughs> listening would know. Just so you know, I know a lot about Dune as well. We might do Dune next. <laughs> we might have episode. to. And so let's let, we've got it touched a little bit on uh, why we think where what category it is. Nobody knows what the fuck this is, despite uh, its pedigree. Um, Sasha, had you watched it before? I assume, or what, so we watched it together it for the this? first time. I can't remember how we got to it. Did somebody recommend it to you, Jay? Yeah, I, here's how I, I came across mm. this show: is that I was listening to a podcast that uh, a comedian John Gabris, uh, one, of his, one of his podcasts, and uh, another Thank comedian you. Sean Conroy oh, uh, w- w- such was a, fan of was a guest on it. And th- those guys are big Not fans. Not Sean Connery. N- not Sean Connery. He's he passed away, uh, but Sean Conroy, yeah. uh, and, and you know they're like UCB Legends. improv co- comedians and and uh, and yeah, like what, what, you know great talented people, and they they were talking about like they, the two of them have a big big love and uh, are fans of like action genres. The, the, another show that we that we're big fans of that we might actually do on this show one day or another is a show called Banshee. <laughs> w- 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 That's the first episode of Shut Up, I Love It with Chad. Was Banshee? Okay, yeah. okay, well, it's already been done. It, All right, it's it's basically the Shut Up, I Love It TV show. <laughs> well, it's come full circle. On episode one and 100, we that's talk about true. Banshee. Chad would like that. Uh, but 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 so like Banshee, like that's how I found out about Banshee is from Conroy and Gabrus and some others talking about it. And so anyway, he was on a podcast with Gabrus recently and then, you know, Gabrus asked him like, what have you been watching? What's some cool stuff that's out there? And one show you mentioned was Condor. And, you know, my, my first thought was because it was mentioned. Because it sounds in the, like Conroy. Yeah, exactly. It's Yeah, that's why. <laughs> yeah, he likes his it. own stand-up special? Is that what he's trying to promote? <laughs> I've been watching my own my own half hour set recently, and it's pretty good. But but no, so, so he mentioned Condor. And because it's kind of uttered in the same context of Banshee and other kind of cheesy genre uh, things are, are, are like kind of guilty pleasures, I initially thought I didn't think much of it i thought like okay this is gonna be fine it might be fun and silly and just just kind of like a, a, a again like a guilty pleasure um kind of like eating like powder banshee. like banshee yeah like banshee like eating powdered donuts like you really know what good. the like, fuck you're in for like, when you watch banshee you're yeah. like you mm-hmm. know you're gonna get bonkers we're gonna burn through story shit's gonna blow up and nothing's gonna make sense but you're gonna have a great ride That's yeah what so it's a, here's the analogy someone hands you a powdered donut just like a white you know confectioner's sugar powdered donut and you think 
okay, all right, fine, I'll eat this. And then you eat it, you have no expectations, and you're like, this is a fucking good powdered donut. Yeah. Like, Jesus, like, this is it like, always a, is. This is like a really high-quality powdered donut. And then a, a big powdered donut with legs and titties, a smoke <laughs> show comes and sucks your cock while you're eating it. It's oh, yeah. That's what it is. Oh, it wraps, that, itself, what... wraps itself around your cock. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Big DSLs. It shrinks. <laughs> it's a big one. It finds your cock, and then it slowly shrinks onto it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. A- it's a- that. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're on the same page, Joe. Um, but but so, so yeah, so so Condor, that's how I found Condor, and, and I was pleasantly surprised, or not even pleasantly surprised, I mean, I was completely blown away by how goddamn good it is. For, for being a show that no one's ever heard of, you know, having like this this amazing cast and like the, the, the this, this and it's top. not a waste of any of these people. Like they're no. all fucking being like uh, arguable pushed for okay. some. Like okay, 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 okay. We'll save that. But there's one. You know, there's Mia Sorvino. Maybe she's not well. No, not so much that because okay. I understand I've only seen the first two episodes. Well, fucking go for it, Joe. Tell but, us. Yeah, yeah. Throw down, man. Throw like down. why are you waiting? Just throw yeah, down. Do it. Do it. Well, uh, for the sake of spoilers. Uh, okay. Uh, there uh, well, are people wasted simply because oh, that is you want to see you would like to see more of people. Well, the, uh, here's the thing: they are killing characters right and left, like Game of Thrones. It's a very Game of Thrones vibe, like in terms of just not being sentimental and just being like, "Oh, this character that you that we're kind of committed, we're, to. we're propping up as yeah. being a, as being a major character in the story." They just get their head blown off. Like I, I mean, like it, yeah. it, it's very it's very much a show. That, that that keeps you guessing and you, it, it's hard to predict what's going to happen because because they, they do pull those game of thrones type punches and just yeah from the first off off main characters yeah. left and right yeah so and it's its strength as well but just to say they don't use everybody because of that that's true um, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But i no, i'd no, never no. heard of this show at all and so uh went and, like googled it the day i was going to watch it yesterday i think mm, it was great day Yes. And it was a great friend of the show that day. And then uh, I look at it and I'm like, oh, this is a like a spy thing. And I'm like, I don't know about this. Nobody but knows. Jay said mm-hmm. to watch it. And he it has must been be a hundred times on our podcast. And, and, he, yeah. and, and let's keep on going with that. And, Jay has and the I best taste. To. Jay has the best taste. And he's very refined <laughs> sense of culture yeah. and media. And so I, like, I, I have to watch it just because he said it was good, right? Yeah, yeah there's, like there's no... If it's bad, it'll be a surprise. But uh, even Andy, my girlfriend yeah. for the audience... Former guest of the show. They, uh, Yeah, yeah, friend mm-hmm. of the show. Mm-hmm. Friend of the show. I, she comes in. I'm like, "Hey, I gotta watch this. Would you want to watch it?" And then she looks at it and she's just like, "This looks stupid." <laughs> yeah, nobody wants to watch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It. It's no, very no. generic. How yeah. it's presented? Yeah, it look it looks very like white bread, mm-hmm. white people generic from like a lot of the stills and stuff. Oh, yeah. the, like, pr- the okay. production are stills are so terrible. bad. The production stills make it look like an, like it's Law and Order or something. Mm-hmm. You're it's like, terrible. Or, or, mm-hmm. or, 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 or it's like CSI Cleveland or something. Mm-hmm. Like you, you, you see the production photos and, and you're just like, God, this looks like the most boring piece of mm-hmm. shit I've ever seen. Yeah, and uh, so I was like, okay, well, I'll I'll watch it, and then yeah, it's really good. It is very good. <laughs> it, it it draws you in, and um, you know, w- w- one thing I got to say about it is that um, it's a little like inside baseball type of thing, but like the 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 you know 
people don't normally recognize like the, the director of a television show as having a big voice, but the, the people that are directing Condor, uh, you know, cause it's multiple people are, are just doing a real bang up job of it. Cause it, it's, it's well, a, one at a time. They're not multi, like not like a bunch of people. No, they're, like every episode is directed by like a different person, like most television <laughs> is, but, but it's very, you know, a show like this could be easily, um, overwrought with like like hyper stylization, and then because they're each director, each episode is directed by a different person. You you know you tend to feel like okay, this person's going for a totally different look than the other person, and the, the you know like the show ends up being like you know like uh, has an aesthetic pursuit or or purpose behind it um, that's distracting to the narrative. Whereas this show is just it's just filmed like like the, the, the directing is invisible and like the craftsmanship like is invisible. Banshee can sometimes be a little much with directing. Yeah, exactly. Which is or, okay. I mean, even episodes of Breaking Bad sometimes you're you're like, whoa, well, this this director is really going for it, huh? You know, mm -hmm. like like using yeah, yeah, fisheye yeah. lenses yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. And, and, and like, like a baby lens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Using lens baby stuff and lens and and, and just I like saying baby lens. and just like <laughs> using <laughs> using stylization to 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 the <laughs> to to the narrative's detriment but like condor is very it, it's it's it is stylized and and it's it's shot very slick but it never sort of pops out as 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 being distracting it, like it, it's kind of perfectly intertwined with 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 the story that's being told and that's yeah, something that understated. i really appreciate it and can i just say quickly yeah. about uh, guest directors is anytime there's a taika waititi uh directing like a yeah. show you always know because it starts with just like two characters chatting chit chatting yeah like yeah, every yeah. single it's just that he he, the second episode or something no taika Waititi. He, he's he's you know no, just in general oh, uh, just in general like when he directs like the mandalorian or like he'll do yeah, other shows. Just that, yeah. like that's his yeah. movie like oh let's just have two of the like bad guys chit chatting yeah. and, one, and one of them has thing. a and one of the cool. characters has a new zealand accent for some one reason. of them like, is him <laughs> he's just you know it's like oh i'll write myself in i don't hate it but i'm like all right come on yeah, no, we, we Jay and I sometimes do get obsessed with our like TV directors, um, even though I don't know any of their names, uh, because like for example, when we watch Castle Rock by Stephen King, like there's one director, like he like there's a lot of really good episodes of Castle Rock, but there's one episode that you like, you just like, am I fucking tripping? What's going on? It's like masterpiece. Like, can somebody give an Emmy to this person right now who directed this? Yeah, and the director she's talking about is Greg Yaitanes, Y-A-I-T-A-N-E-S. Greg Yaitanes is, is fantastic. He actually directed a lot of Banshee as well. Mm. Um, and he's also doing... Um, the uh, a bunch of episodes on the Game of Thrones uh, uh, prequel that's being made right now, but like, but yeah, like he's a, he's the perfect example of like a television director that brings a lot to the table, and you 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 know when he does a piece, you, you sit back and be like, wow, that was really well done, that was great directing, like, it, it, but it doesn't pull you out. Like he's he he's he's got great skills. I mean, like I would love 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 to work with uh, Greggy Itani. So he's if you're fantastic. listening, Greggy. Yeah, Greggy, Greggy, baby, booby, <laughs> Greggy, give me a call, eh? Baby Lens. So, uh, oh my God. Anyway, Condor, I agree. Like, it does not have the stylistic, like, um, like effort. It's yeah. it's it's all about supporting the story, and the writing is insane. Like, the writing is so good to me. I don't know how you feel, Joe, but like, to me, the the story, like, the commitment to getting these characters to do whatever they're meant to do right away 
like without mm -hmm. waiting without sitting like there's no setup you just fucking go for it like it's that banshee attitude that this show uh, also has that i really like respect so especially for like an action spy action show mm -hmm. where it's like when there's no slow burn we're gonna burn through shit at like a s atomic s speed yeah like like you know it's it's a little bit of a slow start in the beginning when it's building up but like most of the the scenes in condor are like like in every scene something big happens and it moves the story forward it propels it never meanders and sort of you know like like Shit's starts happening. a shoegaze or anything like you know like 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 scenes are always driving the show forward, which which again it sounds like a no brainer, but it, but it's not something that every show does. It's not, and even like uh, Sasha, I'm sure you can attest as a writer, like he, you know you should be brutal to your characters, you should have them making the horrible time. choices mm -hmm. and all these things, and this show does that. But then like, we'll you'll write a script and you're like, I'm not let, I'm not making that happen for some reason because I mm -hmm. care about the characters or I'm chasing some like funny joke or premise of a situation mm -hmm. but that's not really what's going to make drama what's going to make drama is like hey let's set up all these relationships and then reveal that they're fucked up yep. and now they're gonna have to deal with them it's just so such an unkind show and that's what makes it so so good yeah and and i think another thing that i lo love about condor is it, it kind of starts out being because like a lot of action shows and the, like thriller shows can can air on the on the kind of more of like a conservative right wing bent, especially if it has a political message into it. I'm th thinking because they're like, financed by the military. <laughs> yeah, and exactly. The CIA. <laughs> exactly. But like if you look at some of the great, you know, like um, uh, action movies of the 80s, like I don't know, like your Top Gun or like Predator, you know, other movies like 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 they really have this kind of reactionary right wing uh, ideology. Um, who's the other guy? Craig Zayer, Zayer that did like Dragged Across Concrete and oh, yeah. and um, loved, loved and, that, and, loved and, that and Attack on was it Attack on Cell Block ninety nine or whatever. yeah, very it, right wing. Yeah, like, uh, like focus. Yeah, or or like Charles Bronson movies or Dirty Harry. That, I love like, that like, shit anyway. Yeah, though. all these movies have like a definitive right wing conservative bent to them, but there's still it, it's like it's like the one genre that the right wing can really nail is like the action genre mm -hmm. and the thriller thr thriller genre where where you can disagree with it politically, but you still are on board when you're watching Dirty Harry. Like 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 you find Dirty Harry detestable in his in his in his politics, but like you're still watching the movie and enraptured by it. And, yeah, and, and, and you know. Like Condor kind of starts off as if it's going to be uh, this kind of more right wing kind of traditional action thriller uh, perspective. But um, but it's it, it's a little elusive in that way because it doesn't become that like, like when it first started, I thought like, oh, this is this is kind of like 24 where it's going to be about these evil like Islamic uh, people that are mm -hmm. that are, you know, being terrorists and yada, yada, yada. And the CIA is the good guy and they're going to try and, and you know, find these bad not, guys. Maybe not in Condor. But yeah, but like but but it really flips everything upside down. And and, and it's really a, a very thoughtful, uh, 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 unique perspective on on the genre, I, I thought, which which it doesn't feel political to me. It's if it, it does no. definitely like air on the side of like left wing so to speak i think yeah well, definitely you know, but but um but uh it, it's, it's just fun to see someone kind of toy with the genre and bring it into a new place like an unpredictable place and just so the audience isn't confused uh when we're talking about dirty harry we're not talking about uh the film about my butthole 
<laughs> yeah, no, that, no, that I'm glad you pointed that out because I could see how people would be confused, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Or deep throat if they're. Yeah, let's not get that talk about. Throat. Let's not talk about what that might get confused with. <laughs> um, but yeah, I this the I wouldn't call it leftist or liberal necessarily, but it's almost like a humanitarian look a bit at uh, what we usually see as like, hey, there's these terrorists and there's these dangerous people. And very much that jingoistic, like, do whatever it takes to keep security going and national security. And this movie is like, yes, and also, like, or the show, rather, uh, the main character does argue that side of, well, we can't just be going crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's the antithesis to, like, I hate Clint Eastwood. He's made a couple of good movies. Whoa. The Unforgiven being the obvious one is really good. Friend but like, of the show. But, but friend of the show. Not so longer. So, Let's sorry, hope Clint he menace, misses this one. Yeah, sorry, sorry, <laughs> Clint, if you're listening, like, I can't stand your movies. You're a terrible filmmaker. Except for Unforgiven. Be, be, because, uh, like, my, I have so many gripes with him. Uh, you know, the, the biggest one being, Old like, man. how about you shoot a couple more than two takes like you're famous for? Because... I, I watch your movies and I'm like, I'm like, Oh, that was definitely take two. Like, like, like you know, should have done take five. Cause you would have gotten a good take out of the actor. But anyway, so like my, the, 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 the real complaint with Clint Eastwood for me is that he deals in no shades of gray. Everything is black and white. There's evil people and there's good people. And the unforgiven is a, is a big um, deviation from that. But if you look at other movies of his like million dollar, the conceit of uh, unforgiven is that yeah. you can't tell who is bad and good. Like yeah, that's the yeah. hook. Of the movie. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's kind of crazy that he was the one that directed that movie because because the rest of his filmography is 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 basically littered with these stories about people who are good and bad and like evil and with with no redeeming qualities and good that are like angels. I'm thinking about shitty movies like Million Dollar Baby, The Mule. Uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean, just like I, I could go on and on about <laughs> about how just if, so if you're if you're an audience member and you're we lost like four. Audience if you're an audience member and, you, and you're upset about what I'm saying, do me, do me, do yourself a favor and watch Million Dollar Baby. Watch the scene where she's in uh, the hospital bed and she's dying. The main character and and, and, and her evil family comes in to like try and exploit her. Oh my god! Like it's 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 cringeworthy and it's vomit inducing about how simplistic like the, the worldview is manipulative. It's, yeah, it, it's basically just, it's just saying like there's bad guys and good guys and and yeah, like 80 years ago if we're watching a western. That there were bad guys and good guys, Yikes. but 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 like but 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 now comment on Clint's age, I yeah, guess. But 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 well, no, I'm, I'm saying I'm saying like 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 you know in an earlier version of cinema where which which hadn't you know exhausted all avenues, like black and white was what you know was something that a lot of people leaned on. But like but but now we're at this point where where it just seems Fifty Shades of Gray is what we're going. For. We're looking we're looking it for Fifty Shades that, of Gray. The era of Fifty yeah, Shades, and and, and and I think like what Condor does really well, which Clint Eastwood could never do at this point. Uh, is you burnt, <laughs> you burnt. Um, but 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 what Condor does that that, that Eastwood uh, can't even fathom these days is, is is present all the shades of gray. So so the 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 good guys, quote unquote, are the CIA who are also you know, considered bad guys. And, and the main character who works for the CIA kind of knows that the CIA has done bad things, but it, in the past and, and is sinister in a lot of ways, but is trying to do something good. Like, like, all, you know, none of the characters are good or bad. Dilemmas. Like, Every character is facing a dilemma yeah, and even, has flaws. Yeah. Even, even, even like Bob Balaban's character, 
he thinks he's doing good, even though he's not doing good at, at certain times. And, 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 you know, like the, 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 the Muslim characters and, and like that, that element could easily be like, Oh, these like terrorist bad guys, but it's all shown as like, no one's just bad or good. Everyone's got all this dimension to it. And, um, you know, it's, it's just, it's just like intelligent, uh, uh, um, you know, mature filmmaking and storytelling. And storytelling. Uh, the, you know, you know, it's it's meant for like for, for definitely a mature audience that, that's willing to see things, uh, like see the different dimensions yeah, to, to but problems. But it's also and it's also not like true detective. It's also meant for audience who just loves to see people kick ass. Also, yeah, that's right? the beauty of it. True, like it's not it's not like cerebral. Like you mm -hmm. can be on board with it just if you want to see some stuff blow up. Yeah, yeah, no, no, the the, the surface, and and that's what makes something good is is that you cannot analyze it and not dig below the surface level and still really enjoy the ride. But but I I would argue that with Condor, um, you know, the, like like it's a fun ride, but but if you start digging into it, there's there's some substance there underneath underneath no, for the sure. surface level. But like if you don't <clears throat> want to care about substance you'll still have a fun ride. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's a fantastic show. And and I mean, just shocking that no one else is talking about it or even even knows about it. Like like I, I've had meetings recently with like people, like executives. No big at, deal. At, at, with, with, like, with like executives uh, at TV executives. networks. Executives, ever heard of them? Yeah, yeah, ever so heard of an executive? I've never had a meeting. <laughs> but, 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 so I, I, but I've been having with, meetings with these people who are like a part of making major shows. Ever heard of them? And major I keep on, shows? I keep on, I keep on dropping. Can you guess them? <laughs> <laughs> and I keep on dropping Condor and no one has heard of it. Like even these people who And who it's the worst the when you're in the meeting, not like I've been to that many meetings, but when you are in the meeting and you like start talking about a show that you love that's obscure, it's the worst thing because you can't connect like Oh, you see when you see that their dead eyes yeah. just sort of like glaze over and you're yeah. like, Oh, they they have no idea what I'm talking about. Yeah. I mean, that's the beauty of Condor though, is because you can assume that no one knows about it. So I bring it up as like as like, hey, here's this show you don't know about, no one knows about that's amazing. Usually people are, are pretty um, excited. They're like, here. we'll buy it. You're like, yeah, no, yeah. no, it's, I'm not pitching. They're like, we'll pay you right now. Let's not. You're like, no, you idiots. It's not my show. Is it about yeah, the yeah, birds? Yeah. The you're, birds? You're, like, you're yeah. going to have to call up Epix's lawyers because it's in turnaround. And, uh, at and it owns it, <laughs> which it um, does, which is shocking. It's yeah, crazy. yeah, 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 right. Exactly. AT I guess AT&T AT 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 created the audience network. That's yeah. what it says. Briefly. Yeah, it's just one of these funny things that like corporate America sometimes spurts out, which is just so the pipe dream of some executive and they, because they're such a huge corporation, they were able, th their weird side project idea was able to gather like a billion dollars to like launch it. And then it just got kind of, you know, forgotten about and faded away. But, but it's also yeah. good to know that like, hey, something cool came out of this, this, this mis mismanagement. Better of, than uh, funds. Quibi. Quibi doesn't well, have well, that that's many Quibi. the problem, right? And luckily, I think the Qu some Quibi stuff is going to be uh, uh, acquired and then compiled and stuff. It's got to be. Is, I mean, they must have made so much stuff. They, I mean, they did, definitely yeah. did make so much stuff that's never seen the light of day. So, like, you you got to assume they're going to sell off those assets. Right? And they yeah, got I, the I think they already did. To blame for yeah, yeah. To blame <laughs> coronavirus. For the it's dead. That's all we can be happy for. But is this the state of TV and movies that we're in a bit where it's things get are getting buried? You look at HBO Max's roster. People keep telling me about Warrior and getting into season three. And I'm like, I, if it wasn't for somebody telling me about it, I wouldn't know the show exists. And it seems Never like a pretty big show. Well, Every the, the, single guy, the guy show. who created Banshee created Warrior. 
I, oh, really? I can't remember. I can't remember. His name is his name's like Tractor John Tractor or something like that. Tractor, but, John Deere. I think it's his John name's John Deere, Deere Tractor <laughs> Trailer. But 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 yeah. He, uh, so sorry to interrupt, but he's the guy who created Banshee. Oh, that's uh, it, it. All comes back to Banshee. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> you have uh, you have that everything on Apple Plus. You know, nobody's heard of other than the people who watch those shows. And is that just where we're at? You know, there's some shows that are going to break through to the national conversation, but it seems like it's just this weird, really expensive thing now where it's like, hey, here's our show on this, whether it's a random streaming platform like Paramount Plus now you have (laughs) coming out, they're going to have their own shit. Mm -hmm. Who's going to watch it? But it's going to be there's going to be money put into it. It's going to be good. Yeah, I, so I mean, I mean, honestly, Jonathan Tropper, Tropper, yeah, yeah. There you go. So, do so, not look for John Deere tractor. Don't look no. for tractor trailer, John. <laughs> Unless Deere. you're it's looking for a good, reliable tractor. <laughs> then. Well, the best tractor is American made. Um, yeah, but but I mean, that's been like the story of Hollywood and the entertainment industry since the beginning, which is like. Hollywood's constantly churning out stuff like movies and things that lose money or that no one watches, but they still keep on making them. And, and then the, the, the few projects that do make a lot of money subsidize all those other projects. I mean, at one point I am bewildered and I feel like it's a bummer that there's so much stuff out there that you, you, you like good things can kind of fall by the wayside and you can't see them uh, or you, you have no way of, of knowing them because there's just too much content out there. But at the same time, I mean, even with a weird streaming service like Paramount Plus, they're probably making money off of it. Even even though that they're spending hundreds of millions of dollars on these shows, you know their subscriber base is paying for it. So it, it, unlike the the previous I don't model, know. yeah, no, no. I mean, I mean, it could be like 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 at any moment someone could 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 be like, oh yeah, Hulu is four billion dollars in debt. Like I you know, literally, I think. Under. Isn't like every major corporation just working in the red, and they all they're just these hulking machines. Yeah, that yeah, are no, moving, sure. and they're just in debt, the red. Yeah, no, yeah no, like, I, just four I, people abs- are making absolutely. crazy money, and the rest is just in. Yeah, like it, Netflix it, is losing money, I think. But then it's just like we'll make money in fifteen years. Yeah, but but at the same time, like like what, what, what these what these services have going for them, which like the, the the movie producer of yesteryear didn't have going for them, is that they're they're getting guaranteed money coming in from subscriberships. So they, they might be spending more than what's coming in, but there's still a lot of money coming in, and they're yeah, building up a huge true. library. So so the, they're building assets. Whereas like before, if you made some thirty million dollar movie that no one saw, you just lost 30 million dollars and there's no like other money coming in from it like like True. dvds that, yeah that but, yeah. but like but like yeah you know you might sell it off for a million bucks to like basic cable or something but you lost all your money if you if you funded uh, a movie that that no one watched whereas that like in this day and age like you could you know, Netflix funds a show that no one watches and, you know, the, the larger corporate entity kind of like absorbs the loss, so to speak. But as long as they have, um, you know, monthly money coming in through their subscribers, uh, it's, they're still, they're still able to keep the lights on and keep the train rolling on the tracks. Here's a quick question for you just to break up this, uh, it's industry talk. The industry talk. We're talking, it's we're part talking of shop. it. It's part if, of it. If you, <laughs> Uh, if if you were asked the only one streaming service can survive, which one would it be? Crit- criterion. Come on, <laughs> come on, just showing. <laughs> just showing what a nerd. Yeah. Well, I mean that that's that's illegitimate though because they don't make any original content. No. So I will, I'll take Criterion out of the mix. 
Um, I, uh, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say. Joe, you ready? I think they all oh, suck. Yeah. I mean, they, I mean, they, they should all fucking burn. All right, go, ground. Joe. All right. So remember when Disney Plus was announced and everyone was like, "Oh, look out, Netflix." Yeah. Uh, and then that didn't happen. Like it was. It's yeah. not even a threat to Netflix. I think Netflix is the king because they're creating really good diverse content like game shows reality fantasy right uh, international genres yeah mm-hmm. and when like hbo max and hbo uh, hbo max is kind of widening their net a little bit but it was like prestige television where the certain type of shows um amazon prime is just like what are you guys doing it's the weeds like you can't find anything in amazon amazon prime yeah. is not doing well in, in their original content in my opinion i think netflix is the king in what they're offering and just it's it's going to be the king because they're just like dude we service everybody netflix it, you have netflix and then you decide if you're going to get amazon prime or mm-hmm. apple plus on top of that but you got to have netflix I, I I agree, but at the same time, Netflix is the one that I that I use the least. Like I feel like we're on Hulu more often. I was going to say Hulu, so I'll or, just go next. Or, or, or Amazon Prime. I'm not the guest. You're the guest, so your response will be the most pressures. Yes. Uh, but to me, <laughs> pressures. But for me, it's Hulu. Like again, I don't know why and how, but I end up watching Hulu more than anything. Like between. Solar Opposites, Rami, like I'm going to throw Shrill in there. Just like a lot of shows that I just end up watching. Uh, they all live on it. Like uh, Woke. I mean, it's just like shows that are really interesting and like millennial young shows. Yeah, but but they're really funny. But at the same time, there's a big message. Fucking love it. So Hulu. But really the point is, I think Hulu is, is top tier, but it's also really backed by, it's basically being network TV. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I mean... As a person that works in the trenches of, <laughs> of television, I got I got to tell you, like, even though I don't watch a lot of network TV, I kind of like working on network TV the best. It, it, you know, it, it's it's just it's weird. It's it seems like an old dinosaur that's that's, that's slowly dying. Aww, but but poor dinosaur, give him like a little B twelve shot. But but, <laughs> but but it's it but it's still like like the sense of like on the ground floor when you're working on something that when you're working on a network show, it still is. Uh, better like like you're paid more you're treated better uh overall than when you're working for a streamer i i think a lot of the streaming services you know and every show is a little different but but uh a lot of the streaming services are cutting corners and you know you're like if you're a director you're not getting residuals and you know like the, the the network tv model is kind of like the last bastion of 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 uh, of a good deal for the for the people that actually make the stuff um even though even though what they make is garbage for the most part Oh, shots Whoa. fired. Shots and fired. I would I would say this is straying from topic, but I don't think it is because I think this is why the show, no one's heard of the show, is all these topics that we're talking about. It's these yeah, shows bad. lost to the streaming fold yeah, wars. Lost completely. Yeah, but I, I think in particular Condor is 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 particularly lost um on people is because it's it's like held in limbo it's being held hostage by this weird merger mm-hmm. of, a, of a dying network and and again j- just the whole process of watching it like you can watch two for free on prime and then you subscribe to epics but you can only watch seven then and not and then there's the whole no 10. option left afterwards uh, yeah and there's no season yeah. two available like like you're kind of like left hanging so like anybody who gets you know like like you know 
luckily like we're pretty computer savvy and we can find the shows Ooh, that we want to see off. no big deal uh you know we, we know how to use computers mac and pc mac and pc no no big i know dos you know um <laughs> i believe it's pronounced dos Dose is <laughs> I've been mispronouncing it. I've been misgendering DOS. Uh, oh, you for also so say lackadaisical. I do, I do. I, I use I mean I'm inventive with the English language. But um <clears throat> but yeah, so so uh anyway. Anyway, I can't remember what I was talking about. Look, is there anything else we should mention? Because it's really hard to talk about actual condor because we want people to watch it. Yeah, we're gonna spoil it. Like if we, we really got into it. the nitty gritty, we, we would spoil it and like it's really a show that you wanna you wanna discover. watch it. You don't wanna last talk listen to us talking about it. It's yeah, you, difficult you, to uh, recommend it though, isn't it? Because it's a cock tease. Is there a, probably a way you could buy it? Or is there a Well DVDs? they're saying it's coming out on twenty twenty one on Epics. That's what website called wikipedia saying. okay and we trust that <laughs> well well and, and, and but but see she says that and at the, at the same time she, she is aware that that that, that <laughs> he meaning me found the second season of condor on a torrent site and so it, it's it's it, it has been released and like the third season is the season that they haven't shot yet or they are shooting now but um, but like so, it has. Somebody's still paying for it. To Someone's be made. paying for it, and and, and and the entire season of TV <laughs> has aired, and no one has watched it because you because you, you can get it illegally uh, online, it's, which means it aired somewhere. It's just caught in this limbo, and I mean, I really feel for the creators of the show, everybody involved in the show, who are probably so proud of the work. I mean, they should be extremely proud of the work that they've done on this thing. I mean, it, it stands above uh, uh, sh shoulders above like most everything that's out there. And yet they've made this thing that no one can fucking see. I mean, I, I can't imagine how upsetting that is. Maybe we just started a letter writing campaign, like old school physical letters put in, in, in envelopes yeah. with stamps on them, send them to epics and, and really let's get, let's get them to, to figure shit out here because um, you know, no, nothing else is working. Condor yeah. is is in limbo. But like, I will say, it is possible to watch, if not the entire season, first season of Condor, but but the 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 at least the first seven episodes fairly easily on Amazon. And it's worth um, it, even and, if it's just the cock tease. It's worth it. it. It's it's totally worth it. And uh, uh, yeah, hi highly recommended uh, from yours truly, Jay Hunter. Joe, do you think we should just go into the ratings? Yeah, let's check out the energy? ratings. Let's do <laughs> how do it. They, how do the ratings work? Can you remind us? All right, so we're going to rate it on a scale from 0 to 10 based off of... <laughs> Jay hates ratings. <laughs> This they is my favorite part of the show. Anything. This is my because yeah. I've been I've been a guest on the show fifteen times and I still do not understand this rating system. But sorry, go ahead, go ahead. Go I ahead. don't even think I know it completely how to say it. Uh, and we'll use a thing as a basis. It could be something related to the topic or anything else. Or like is cookies. Joe always pictures like yeah, cookies or bubble gum? He's like, you can just put that on the scale. Yeah, I mean, well. ba basically, you say like if if cookies are a ten. Condor is a yacht, right? Right. Yeah. Like th th that, that's but hopefully, the it's something that has inherent. Yeah. Please don't compare Condor to cookies, for God's sakes, because you're going to confuse everybody. Right. <laughs> it's more like crackers. Yeah. yeah right. Let's let's see. I actually, I'm having a hard time thinking of something to uh, to compare it to. So I think I'm going to go with cookies. And I, I specifically at, I requested that you not do that just a second ago. I don't, you know. Need help? I don't know if you recall, but like, you but, but, can but do right. you this can is, do breaking. This bad. is your show. So I right. like, I'm just a guest in your house. Oh, okay? let's so, say better call Saul. Ooh. Oh. 
um, a show I only watched two seasons of. So maybe mm-hmm. I can do that with this mm-hmm. show too. Uh, but the I would say that's a nine. I like that show. Ooh, high praise. Off of two episodes mm-hmm. only of Condor. Yeah. I'm going to give it a uh, eight. Mm-hmm. I think, think the only nice. reason uh, I would say but Better Call Saul, I like it better is because uh, the actors in it. Titties. <laughs> titties. Oh, my God. Are, are there titties in Better Call Saul? I don't or, think so. I don't but think so that's, a, that's a hard one. I would, yeah. I would definitely, I'm going to hesitate to recommend this show to a lot of people, though, because I know like the people who would like it they're not going to do all that. They're not going to subscribe to epics, even though it's like just a button click. And then they're not going to go search for the thing. So I also, it doesn't have my recommendation. All right. Well, I'm going to make my (laughs) very aggressive. Um, I love that answer though. High praise, big numbers, and then I'm not going to recommend it. it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with a very like filled up scale. I'm going to take, I'm going to put fucking everybody on the scale. So I'm going to start with Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad is a nine, like a nine, because. Did you know that Joe just used Breaking Bad? No, he used, he used Better Call Saul. That's true. Good point. (laughs) (laughs) Disagree, Uh, but good point. (laughs) Breaking Bad is a nine. Um, uh, Better Call Saul is a six. Okay. Oh, God. um... It's so boring with the lawyer talk. I'm sorry. The lawyer season is admittedly terrible. There's just a lot of really slow scenes, and I get ADHD away from it. Like, mm-hmm. I can't. Um, but I watched it because my um, husband, quote unquote, likes that show a lot. Um, I would put Banshee at an eight on it. <laughs> Bring them all in. What about cookies? <laughs> cookies yeah, what about, while you're at it. What, you what, know what? what about Roseanne and like Cheers? How do you feel about those? I'm not a fan. Ooh. But um, Solar Opposites, I'm going to just throw them quickly in. Also, like, a strong eight. Eight and a half. Okay. Okay, just below Breaking Bad. So, I would say that um, Condor is a 10. Whoa. Wow. Condor is a 10. Have you ever given anything a 10 before? Yeah, I've given a couple of 10s in my 100 episodes. Yeah, 10 Uh, is crazy. I mean... I gave like Ween a ten, but that's only because they're the greatest band of all time. I mean, I just fucking respect this show. I think the crazy thing about it is that like, acting is brilliant, directing is seamless. It's not even a genre I like. That's what I give it a ten. Mm, right, it's right. not even for me. It's not. I, even... I, I I was very hesitant to bring this into our home, you know, because because yeah. I'm thinking that like, it was. I was thinking like Sasha's, like Sasha's not gonna like this. No, no, <laughs> yeah, it was like bringing like a like a, like a mistress into our bedroom, and but but but, but, but no, it, you know it was, how that goes. You know how it is, people. Um, but but uh, but yeah, I, I was very I was hesitant because I'm like I don't think Sasha's gonna like this. Sasha doesn't like Sasha doesn't like doesn't this like genre. international spy whatever thriller. And like it's not like Howie and Tracy, they're like love this to begin with. So for them it was perfect. For me, it was like against all fucking odds. Mm. Against all fucking odds. That's why I love it. Yeah, it was no comrade detective. Comrade detective was another one. I think I might have given a ten. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's just what's happening. All this like uh, TV shows with guns guns out guns out. Guns out. What about you, Jay? What about me? Um, I'm gonna say <laughs> so. Let's say if if the show 24 uh, for me 
is overall some seasons better than others, but 24 is like, like a six and a half. What about bachelor? The Bachelor, mm-hmm. the Bachelor is like a zero point two. Like <laughs> okay. I mean, that's so, that's fucking right, such sorry. trash. Point two though. I, yeah, yeah. I worked on the Bachelor. No big deal. Ooh. Seasons four. Had a few six. meetings. What? Had a few meetings with the execs <laughs> over there on Bachelor. Um, Mike Fleiss is a piece of shit. What? <laughs> Friend of the show. <laughs> no, he's the creator of the Bachelor. He's a terrible person. There's a lot of terrible people who work on the Bachelor. That's no secret, you. though. I think yeah. they made a whole TV show about that. About Mike Fleiss. Yeah. Really? Oh. Uh, I, it doesn't surprise yeah. me. He 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 he's a he's a like a. A stoner, which I would normally like, I'd normally be like, "Hey, cool, you're a stoner, just like just like me and my friends." And, you, but, and um, your friend Brad, he's Pitt. a terrible human being. His his sister's Heidi Fleiss, just like just you know, imagine that. Anyway, so uh, the bachelor. I don't know what that is. is. <laughs> I don't know what that meant. Who uh, Heidi Fleiss? Yeah, you, you don't know who Heidi Fleiss is? Come on, you're not, yeah. you're not that young. Heidi Fleiss was Whoa, known as like the nice. Hollywood madam or whatever. Mm. She was like she was like setting up like all of Hollywood with like prostitutes with what sex are we workers. Are we like nineteen? 19- 30s we're talking about anyway uh, just look just guys like guys Adam? and gals and everyone in between yeah yeah <laughs> ch- google mike fleiss and heidi fleiss and have have yourself a ball um so 1847 if, or something <laughs> if 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 24 is a 6.5 is a 6.5 and bachelor's 0.2 bachelor's is 0. 0.2 <laughs> and, and breaking bad and 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 million dollar baby is a 1.6 <laughs> and breaking oh bad. wow yeah. Breaking Bad is a 9.6. Uh and uh Saul. I need Better to Call Saul is uh 8.9. Mm-hmm. Um I'm going to say Condor. I'm going to say Condor is is a uh, 8.95. Why Alrighty. the fuck are you breaking this scale into decimal? Like doesn't need like a thousand different points. <laughs> well, I mean, so I'm just trying to improve on on this bit that you guys do. I'm trying to bring more depth to it and and you know, wow, it's, better it, than better, call Saul. Better than better. By by a fraction, by a hundredth of a point. Bob is walking away. Bob Odenkirk? Yeah. Not <laughs> Balaban. Balaban is staying. Bob yeah, Balaban is in. fucking staying. I mean, Bob Balaban, how amazing is he? He he just everything you see him in, like from Midnight Cowboy, where he he solicits John Voigt for a blowjob and then doesn't pay him. You know, from, from that early role to you know his role in Close Encounters of the Third Kind, the cartographer, to you know his role in many Christopher Guest movies. I mean, Bob Balaban is a living legend, and I love him so much. And he's one of these character actors that like I just I I like more than than any other le- leading leading actor, leading Take man, that, leading woman. Max Diamond Irons. Yeah, exactly. Take that, Max Irons. <laughs> you're fucking you're fucking rolling with Bob Balaban, and also his name is so fun to say. So, yeah. so there you go. Con- Condor, high praise. Uh, I'm surprised that, you know, usually you come onto the show and you have, you have a, a you know, a thing you're talking about and, and you give it the highest score and then Joe and Sasha shits all over your show and then, or your, your thing that or you love band. and then yeah. rates it way lower than you. But this is very interesting. So you get, you gave it a 10 and then Joe, what did you give it? Not eight, eight, I think. Eight some. Ooh, yeah. yeah. So I was right in the middle. Pretty That's good. pretty good. I mean, fans of this show, I don't know. It's the hundredth episode. You've watched, you've listened to all hundred. Like, has <laughs> this ever happened before? Has this it scenario has. ever I'm happened? Yeah, it's, it it's not. It's a, happened in a few times. Okay, fine. <laughs> it's not well, uncommon. It's not a- <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to be the, I'm trying to be the hype man for your, for your podcast. No, you I know? appreciate the hype, uh, but like, yup, yup. the fact that whoa, it's so whoa. unlikely for me to love, I think is the, is the, is the crazy thing here 
Jay, thank you so much for uh, making the effort to come downstairs and be on the show tonight. Well, you're welcome. You're welcome. I, it's, I, I'm honored to be the 100th guest, even if it was just purely coincidence. <laughs> um, and uh, and yeah, we'll, 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 we'll figure out more shit for me to come on the show with. Well, it sounds I, like you figured it out, right? And we forgot already. Dune? Uh, Dune. Dune. Well, Dune's a tough one because Dune is very popular. All right, like, we'll I, talk about I, it. You know, like, like for this show, it's got to be something that's yeah. not really known. Anyway, anything well. you want to talk about? Any raffles going on in your life? Anything you want to promote? No, any no, meetings? There's, there's no raffles. I, I've got a couple meetings. You know, I got a Warner <laughs> Brothers meeting in a couple weeks. Uh, like promote that. Give me a shout out over there. And uh, Nickelodeon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, oh, Nickelodeon was the other the other day. That's, right. that's long gone. Right. Um, but yeah, just uh, just just hit just they pass. <laughs> they're <laughs> they dead. They told me hard pass, whatever that means. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, just just hitting it hard in the general meeting zone, and uh, I'm out there and I'm out there in Hwood fucking killing it. With oh the my madams. god uh cabello what about you what's going on uh check it out uh, follow me on twitter at joe cabello or go to uh, my patreon patreon.com slash joe cabello buy my comics at gumroad.com slash joe cabello you'll find it and please uh follow us at shut out by love at one on instagram facebook and twitter and email us with questions and suggestions uh, at an email address that I don't know that is in description of this episode. Maybe we'll have a fucking raffle too. Who knows? You Nobody. should have a raffle. My, my podcast, the very, the infamous, the the very popular Podween Satan podcast uh, on the Patreon edition, we just had a raffle and it was, it was smashing success, huge success. I'm just really, just letting, you know, we, like, got, yeah. we got to start we, our Patreon. Yeah, yeah. If you start your Patreon, I mean, people love a raffle. We, 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 we tried to pump up our Patreon numbers by having this little promotional raffle, and it did just that. So I will say uh, people love free stuff. People love it. That's what we're learning today. And they love Condor once they watch it, but they, they shouldn't. Like but they shouldn't watch it. According to Joe, who's like a, this, got this bizarre take on things, like it's the best thing ever. Don't watch it. Like, but you know, according to me, it's really good, and you will not be disappointed. Take the plunge. Like, I mean, here's the thing: watch it, and and I dare you not to try and find the rest of the mm -hmm. episodes. Like, you're gonna yeah, watch the first true. two, and and you're gonna be like, I gotta watch the rest. Where the fuck do I get them? And you will find them somehow. Thank you, Elizabeth Salute, for artwork. Thank you, Mr. Owl, friend of the show, for this fucking awesome track and thank you for listening